Hello, all you epic listeners out there on the epic internet. Welcome to this epic episode of the Party of Two Epic Podcast. I'm one of your epic hosts, the internet's Mark B. Donica. And I'm your epicest of hosts, the internet's Andrea Donica. And now it's a tiered system, and mm. I feel terrible. And welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> um, we're, we're kind of, we're going to take a break from our stroll through Epcot, mostly because we're done, and uh, move on to Universal. I've kind of been alluding to it for the past couple of weeks, but we finally got it. Universal is trying to attack Florida and really get their messaging out, even though they really didn't before D23. Disney also has another announcement that they're going to be making right before D23, which people I've heard tell, not tell, but but suspicion. People like, well, they have another theme park up there, up their uh, sleeve, too. But either way, it's wild rumors. There's right now. there's a lot of crazy speculation. That's the word I was going for. But in particular today, we're talking about. If I if you figure it out. If you can't tell from the title, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you can't tell from the the thumbnail, we're talking about their the Universal's announcement of the Epic Universe theme park. Let's start with the name. Does it work? That's an excellent question, Mark. And a lot of people have been kind of shaming the name online. And uh, Universal was dropping hints that it was going to have Epic in the name, whether it be in merchandise, in some of their tweets, in some of the advertising. Uh, it, it was kind of everywhere. And a couple of days before, I was like, oh yeah, Epic is definitely going to be in the name. It does feel like a very more contemporary name, even one might argue a couple of years old. But all of these theme parks have kind of goofy, weird names, if you look at it. Islands of Adventure. While we love that name now, maybe it sounded kind of kooky back when it came out. All of these theme park names, they're, they're kind of out there. They always use these really big words to try and evoke really strong emotions out of you, the potential park guest. It's supposed to evoke uh, really exciting feelings to make you want to go. Epic is one of those words that hasn't been used yet. And honestly, they, they got to pick up something. They mm. have to find a new term to use. And... I think that by the time the park opens, the term epic isn't going to seem like a silly word. It might sound like a funny name now, but I think that by the time the park actually opens, everyone's going to be chill with it. I think the problem is it's been overused in recent time to the point where it's kind of lost its meaning. Epic used to be it, 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 epic poetry. Right. Telling these long, remarkable, fantastic stories, and Islands of Adventure, I can't, I can't really imagine anybody like. There's nothing like the word island and the words adventure weren't overused in the cultural zeitgeist at that time. So it, it California Adventure. How many adventure theme parks were open around the same time? Well, sure, but I'm not. I'm in theme park world, but I'm talking about just cultural zeitgeist. Oh, sure. Whereas now people are are sitting on the sitting on their phones. They see a funny meme and they say, "Oh, that was epic." 
you know that that sort of stuff that i mean like not uh hey um we're gonna take a trip to mcdonald's but we consider it an adventure just because we're walking and there may be like a tiny uh, pool of water so there's an island over there like you know what i mean like (laughs) like cultural zeitgeisty sort of a thing not necessarily because sure there was a, a small um all ages i say all ages but it was a kids theme park in buena park called adventure city that i don't even know if it's still there i'm pretty sure it's not um but it you know adventure but adventure has been used so many times they need to come up with a different word so i don't really fault them for that if only if only it was easier to invent new terms you know what i mean true and i agree with you on that but this seems like uh dad trying to be cool oh it's always like that that's and what it theme tries to parks feel like always have that problem because you've got all of these older dudes trying to make these decisions like looking either people made jokes that there's a one of the lands is a Fortnite land or whatever it's you know there i think they're they're it feels timely not timeless right but i think that possibly in time it will feel timeless because epic as you hit on earlier epic poetry the odyssey you know all of these epic adventures there goes adventure again i think that in time maybe that term will come back to what it really was supposed to originally evoke and make you feel like thank the phoenicians but we've walked away from epcot just 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 yeah, but we go on that ride every single time. We I go know. weekly, but <laughs> or so it seems. But um, with this, it's more of yeah. We we can talk about the name till till the end of time. Sure. So uh, Universal, when they made this announcement, they sort of dropped a map to the world and didn't tell us anything else about it. They left it up to speculation, which seems like a weird choice. Then it just allows them to have more press stuff down the road. Honestly, everyone has been kind of freaking out about that, and it's not unusual. When news about Disney World first broke back in the day, they just announced that they were going to be building a new theme park. They didn't give any other information, no concept art, nothing. And now everyone is so used to getting information immediately. They're used to being able to download things on the internet right away. You know, just no patience whatsoever. The thing is, this is still very, very, very blue sky. And they need time to develop these things. Because while they've announced it, they haven't necessarily gotten all of the funding for specific projects together. Like, this map that they've given us, this is supposed to be spiritually the direction that they're going in. But everything that we're looking at isn't necessarily going to end up there on opening day. Then why would you even put the art out there? That's that's what I'm wondering. Because it's blue sky and you have to start somewhere. I guess... I think... Hmm. You it, have it, to start with a direction. You sure. have to have an outline. You have to have a vision. Ultimately, that vision, that direction... It will shift and change a little bit. It's not going to be exactly what you thought of in your head. But sometimes even better things come out of the workshopping process. So that's why I'm wondering if you don't 
if if it's supposed to be these big ideas give us the lands give us the give us what they're hoping for and don't show us leave it up to the imagination that way we don't have a preconceived notion because we've got we've both got the map in front of us and there's it looks like the traditional hub and spoke sort of design right but so it's the opposite of the islands of adventure blah 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 and it's a it's a it's a def, definitely a very interesting idea because it looks like the hotel or, or whatever so the main the main what would usually be like the castle or something in the middle doesn't look to be tied to any sort of uh, franchise it just looks like a nice hotel yeah and to have that right in the middle that's that's a fresh concept and you don't necessarily have to reveal that through art that's there's something that you can say with there's something to be said about a flowery uh presentation whereas opposed to this was mic drop and here's art this is the name of the thing we'll be back in a couple months with some more information it was you know like the the like the you get the logo you get the lands you can stylize them to sort of give a hint of what's to come uh, like, because we know that U- Universal Florida is supposed to be getting some version of the Super Nintendo Land or Super Nintendo World. And so if you do that in Mario font or Donkey Kong font, depending on what version of Nintendo is going, then that gives you a little bit of a direction. There's a rumor of Universal Monster. Like, there, there's so much in the air that I think it would have done them better to just give us the names as opposed to the picture. Well, while I think that that's nice in theory, I don't think that all of these lands are actually going to show up on opening day. Think about Animal Kingdom, for example. When they were advertising for it, when they were using all their promotional materials, we saw all of these amazing things hinting towards Beastly Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And that was very much planned from the get-go. And then throughout the building process, suddenly... The Imagineers and the higher-ups realized, oh, shoot, we knew that taking care of live animals was going to be expensive, but the costs have gotten even higher than we anticipated, and this is all going to be backstage stuff that the guest is never going to see. And taking care of these live animals is the most important thing. We can't afford to do everything that we originally wanted to do. This is kind of a normal thing, just with any sort of a big event, any sort of big thing that you have planned, any epic plans. Boo. Yeah. Well, the inter- so t- to that point, the interesting thing about this concept art is it looks like there's room for expansion. on In a couple of the areas, um, just past the coaster and in between the cityscape, just in front of the hotel, on the right of the image, and in between the, the jungle aesthetic on the left and the... Yeah. And trying to avoid names, but sure. uh, there, there, it looks like there's room for expansion. So I don't, it's, it's, it's a very tricky thing, but Hey, wild speculation, wild speculation. Mm-hmm. You want to do, you want to do some wild speculating? That's what we're here for, so what baby. You, what section do you want to talk about first? Well, I, I figured we should try to maybe go left to right, going all the way around so that our listeners can follow along with us and you can actually get a, High resolution version on blog.universalorlando.com 
of this actual concept art that we're going to be talking about so you can follow along with us and kind of make your own guesses and thoughts about what you think is going to end up in this park. So uh, let's start with right after the entrance gates, which looks like a very traditional universal entrance gate. There's actually, uh, so there's a lot of lights. That was kind of the one thing that struck me first looking at this park. There's some lush foliage kind of going to the left. Then there's, uh, there's kind of this, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven, eight octagon uh, thing that kind of looks like it might be a carousel. It could be yeah. something else. It looks it looks like a carousel to yeah. me. Yeah. So that's interesting. Wonder what that could be. Or um, it could or it could just be uh, an entertainment like a like a place for bands to perform. Oh, that's true, and that'd be really nice too because there's that water feature right there. So yeah. that would be kind of perfect for if if you're going specifically for that performance that live event you can just go straight and it's right towards the entrance but if you go a little bit past that you start to walk around you know there's still all these little individual buildings but there's this section more dramatically off to the left hand side and it looks i think this is the entrance because it looks like it's leading in there are these it almost looks like a futuristic cityscape spire. I don't know. What What do you make of that? I'm trying to determine exactly what you're talking about. That. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't recognize it. It looks cool. Um, so, but let's let's go past that then. So just this this full on section over here looks. Little tropical. What do you think this is, honey? It's Congo Jungle, one hundred percent. Okay. Um, we we pre-taped a couple of things. We talked about the the leak of the the Super Nintendo World designs, and I I spent a good long while talking about how Congo Jungle is probably gonna be is probably gonna make me cry when I walk through it because yeah, I'm a big fan of Mario, but the Donkey Kong Country games for the Super Nintendo and beyond are some of the ones that I have the the most, I guess, intense memories. Like when people think of, oh, I stayed up this late when I was a kid to play this game, to finish this game. For me, that was Donkey Kong Country. And and the, the aesthetic and the soundtrack, all, all ugh, everything about the Donkey Kong Country games lends itself so well and... The leaked ride, I say leaked ride, but the, the proposed ride for this is a minecart ride, and which totally makes sense for, for this. And if Nintendo's going to get a Super Mario version somewhere, you know, I think similarly to Harry Potter, you could probably find a place to put Super Nintendo World with Mario, but... If you put Congo Jungle here, I think eventually Orlando's going to get everything because Orlando has the land to do it. Exactly. But with this, I know that aesthetic way too much, way way too well. I was I used to see that every day. But um, wow, the weather in Orlando is mm-hmm. stunning. Uh, looking at this art, it's it's impossible to not be 
I, I don't I can't imagine it being anything else. Okay. So recognizing that scape and those themes. Mark, since you're so familiar with these games and I kind of come into this a, a little bit clueless, can you look closely at this land and tell me what looks familiar to you, what you think certain things might be, besides the obvious roller coaster that just seems to be right at the edge of the map? Yeah, so so at the end, you see those two huts. Those are reminiscent of the the Kong family huts that you see in since since the start of donkey kong country that's what that's what that looks like and that that has always kind of pulled my eye especially ever since we saw the the leaks of the leaked lands but that entryway to be honest doesn't look uh super congol but it does have a that one feels a little bit more mario to me to be honest it looks like um, a little bit of Tostarena, which is one of the worlds in Super Mario Odyssey, which is themed after Mexico. Uh, but at the same time, it's got like a like in terms of the the angles that and the awnings that reminds me of Tostarena. And then there's like some um, on the bottom left hand corner is the best way for me to describe that. Right up against what looks like a show building looks like an entrance to a ride or yeah. how your your tunnel to get to Donkey Kong Island. So I don't n- entirely know what the... Actually, no. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. No, I'm here. I got it. Sorry. Those spires that you were just talking about, My since I was in Donkey Kong mode, I wasn't yeah. thinking about it. That's that's reminiscent of New Donk City, which is a, which is a common... Huh, huh, Mario lore, lore is weird. So in the most recent game... Mario Odyssey, there is a, a level called New Donk City, and it has a lot of references to Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Country in it because in the original Donkey Kong game, where Mario was climbing up the red girders to stop Donkey Kong from his friend Pauline, that city that was being built became New Donk City. Oh. So it looks like for like there's some Tostarena influences, but... It looks like you're in like a new Donk City park, especially now after after getting a better look because I've found a better image of the entranceway. Think you're getting a little bit of Mario and because that bit of Mario is connected to Donkey Kong, though, the average view, the average guest won't necessarily know that. Maybe it'll offer like a quote travel package to or actually in Super Mario Odyssey and the Mario franchise, uh, you can warp to and from levels via painting. So maybe they do a cool effect where you see a painting of Donkey Kong Island on the wall and it's like a short little presentation where all of a sudden you go through the painting and there you are. And in order to get back, you go through another painting. That sounds really cool. It's a small, like, little thing, but that's Super Mario 64 it was its main way of transporting to and from every level. And they brought recently brought it back in Odyssey. So it wouldn't be out of place. That's really excellent theming. Then that's, uh, that's impressive. That's I like like that. That's nitpicky fandom stuff. (laughs) That's great though. And for the super fans that go, they're going to love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really interesting. All right. 
Do you want to uh, stroll along to the next plot of land? Are you talking about the like? It's hard to glass tell. church looking. Yeah, I've been what? looking at this. Okay, so this is beautiful. It it looks like a really, it, like if you were to build a very modern, ornate cathedral today, and and it it has these two of, of these round. I'm not going to say what they remind me of, um, but bulbous pods. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, bell buns, sure. And uh, that's really pretty. Maybe it's a show. I think it's a show because the 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 smaller one looks like either a like a ticket booth or quote quote ticket booth or a queue or yeah. a shop of some sort. So either you go through into the main building proper, and as they're feeding people out, it goes through a gift shop, and you get whatever you want. Looks like that can be a place for a cirque. Or, or their approximation oh. of something. That would be huge. That would be really cool to have it actually physically within the park. And in terms of branded entertainment, it's not out of the question. They've got Blue Man Group yeah. playing every day. So Universal, they can afford that months. 100%. That would be really cool. And they could develop a brand new show specifically for the park. I would love to see Cirque du Soleil directly inside one of the theme parks, not just sitting on the outside it, like it already comes as a part of your ticket oh my gosh that would be incredible yeah gosh i would love that so so moving on from there there's that there's a nice little square that looks like it has some nice shops things of that nature um but then there's a statue with a horse and someone sitting on top of it so that riding. looks like it's a ride yeah it because, does. just because it looks like it's in front of a show building and I have no idea what it could be. Yeah, but it looks really cool. I also like, so it's orange. It almost feels kind of dark-esque, oh, you? Uh, you know, like in a, you know, maybe there's, maybe it's a scary ride. And the thing, too, is what's directly behind all of that is very much what everyone seems to be speculating to be. Uh, the Universal Monsters Land. Yeah, because there's a there's a big watchtower in front of there that looks like the, um, what what was it? It looks like the building that Frankenstein was was or Frankenstein's monster. Excuse me, was was um hold up hold up in. But the architecture in the land on the top left, it's very it looks little Europe. It, it looks Europey, but it also. It looks like a faded black and white film. Yeah. So the lighting, if they if they put their money into the lighting and make it something special where you walk in and you feel like you're in a black and white film. That'd be cool. That'd be rad. I guess that would only work at night, though. Depending on what they do. Because yeah. if, you, if you just mute the colors, even it doesn't. You know, making making somebody look completely black and white with how vibrant some people do dress um, or color their hair. <laughs> it would have to be, they would just have to really mute it. And I think Universal has the budget and the, the gumption to really uh, ma- make something like that happen. Now, now you say that this is a, a rumored Universal Monsters, but, but going off of that, the attraction that we were just talking about with the horse in front... Mm-hmm. doesn't aesthetically match the rest of the land. That's so, true. So I don't know, like, I really don't know 
what that could be. That could be one of those things where they have they have a here's what could be there, and it, and for the time being, it's just like a nice walk, and there's just some some stuff. But if there there might be a franchise that we're missing, um, but like I'm trying to think of a universal western without just thinking going straight to John Wayne. Like I don't I don't. Yeah, not cowboys and aliens that did terribly at the box office <laughs> yeah definitely and it was not. a bad movie but so so yeah so we don't necessarily have any ideas for that if you do let us know leave us a voice message uh, in our description down below through anchor you can leave us a voice message become a part of the show we want to hear from you but um in talking about the universal monsters rumored world what sort of attractions go there what do you do I mean, you could do something surrounding Van Helsing, perhaps, where he's hunting several different monsters. Now, when I say Van Helsing, I don't necessarily mean directly basing on the uh, the Van, the Van Helsing, Helsing film. film, right? But Peter Cushing, who played uh, Doctor Doc. Well, no, I think those are the Hammer films. Granted, there. I mean, there's a new. They're still going to be doing several of these new updated monster revivals they're just not necessarily going to make it a full-on universe anymore just because the mummy didn't do as well as they'd hoped Mm -hmm. but what so what franchise do you think has ride potential or is this do you do dark rides do you do i like i would love to see universal take on a traditional dark ride yeah especially with with their budget the sort of lifelike uh, creations that they could do they're probably gonna throw in hotel transylvania in there no it doesn't fit because it's not that's not a traditional universal monsters movie it's a take on them uh but i if if there was a a uni- if there was an animation area i would put it there mm-hmm. and maybe you you pull off what disney never could and you have a a legitimate ride like the gray movie ride and then you have a parody of it with mm. The, Mupp- the great Muppet movie ride. Yeah, that's But you true. do something with Dracula and then, but the kids don't want to go on that because they're scared of it. So they yeah. go on the Hotel Transylvania ride and the adults end up seeing like some connecting threads. But I, I don't know, man. I, other than dark rides, because the pacing of these films is so particular. Like if you could, can you... So it'll be a little bit different, but I'm just ima- I just imagined in my head the heading straight towards the train on Mr. Toad's, mm-hmm. but instead of the instead of a train, it's just like Bill Lugosi's eyes, oh and my he's God. just staring. And you can't you're you're in the ride, but it looks like or he's he's willing you to him, so he's. Ugh, like and you can feel like some resistance in the in the thing but you're like no i'm here i'm coming something like that like there there's <laughs> there's a lot of ways that you can play with the traditional dark ride formula and the the monsters are a way to do that definitely want to see dracula oh 100 percent. he's my favorite i think if they make allusions to the invisible man as a walk around character <laughs> um, they have to at least put a couple of gags i mean subtle or but you can just there. have a man wrapped in bandages walking around as as a legitimate mm. face character or you can or you can joke about it. Um I don't think in this regard, I don't think having a traditional Frankenstein walk around character 
would be appropriate. I think if you have a ride where you get shocked by lightning or or you feel do you feel the sensation of coming back to life like Frankenstein's monster <laughs> or something um I think Wolfman has potential. I think um uh, uh creature from the black lagoon has potential um turning into Trevor. But I um, uh, I imagine them trying to do like the greatest hits all in one big dark ride the universal movie monsters ride basically where it just like you're you're just in the environment and just like in every single show scene you're trying to escape whichever monster you come into contact with i like it my only problem is the themes trying to work together and yeah, I'm but of- I mean, they did that back in the day, too. They would throw them in the same movies all the time. It would just Abbott be and like... Costello movies? <laughs> not just Abbott and Costello, but like in a bunch of different classic horror films, you, you would see, you know, Dracula would be hanging out somewhere in just a different part and just, you know, the monster little nod. That's what the you call it. Mash. You call it Monster, monster Mash 3D. <laughs> um... So I said, "Robot people." If some of you, if some of you heard me just say, "Oh my god!" under my breath, it's because now that I have an actual high definition photo of this park, I just noticed Lord Farquaad's castle down the walkway. Of course. (laughs) Oh, that means that they're gonna build the actual Shrek ride. Then maybe I don't know, or a better one. A better one. So the thing is, (laughs) it's right outside of the supposed hotel. And the show building looks relatively small. So unless it's like a super layered ride of like on top of itself, sort of like how Spaceship Earth, you just sort of go around the same building. So unless they figure out something like that, I can't see it. Wait, okay. So okay. where's the castle? So so here's Universal. Uh-huh. Boop. Boop. Oh. Because it's got the parking lot out front, like when Shrek and Donkey were walking through the parking lot to get in. The, it, that looks like Lord Farquaad's castle. It's been a long time since I've watched the original Shrek. <laughs> it's Duloc. It's Duloc there. Um, but it also, it looks like it might just be a part of the hotel, to be honest. Oh, God. Ugh. Oh, I oh. want it. I want oh it. Gosh. Orlando... And and Florida is kind of a big wrestling city. Mm-hmm. So instead of medieval times dinner and tournament, you go to Duloc and you watch wrestling because <laughs> because of, of Shrek and, and oh god. And and so then you get you give wrestlers regular jobs, healthcare, um, and you go <laughs> you get a guy to dress up in the Broadway style makeup and and wins every night. <laughs> the Green Knight or, or something like that. But because just because looking be at sort of looking at the pathways, it looks like it connects to the hotel and excuse me, it looks like it connects to the hotels and and not to the park. Just burping like we're talking about crazy. Track. Talking about track. Yeah, you were gassy before. I'm always gassy. <laughs> That's my secret. I'm always gassy. Ugh. Mm. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, that would be cool. I. It's funny, I, I I constantly didn't want to go visit Shrek 4D after 
a couple of years because that attraction was around for a long time. And now I kind of miss it, oddly enough. Maybe <laughs> maybe I just have rose-tinted glasses or whatever, but I, I kind of miss that, that big green ogre. Well, I mean, we also haven't watched, as you said a little while ago, we haven't watched the movie in, in a while. Yeah. Um, so it'd be... I mean, also the ride, I think, is still on Netflix. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other other than that, moving right, moving right along, hmm. past the hotel entry, there's the big fountain, and it looks like they have some seating there, so there might be some sort of a fountain show. Uh, seating in the round, which is yeah. rad. And there's a, there's a mini fountain on the other end of it, but... Then that first next uh, land after the hotel, people, it, it's tightly cobb- t- tightly wound streets, kind of looks like London. Uh, so people are, are hypothesizing <laughs> that this is where the Fantastic <laughs> Beasts area is going to be. Three parks, three Potterlands, one big ride. Because if you look at, if you look at, I mean, it's kind of covered by fireworks in this particular rendering. Yeah. But... That's a big show building. Real big. That would I, be really cool. So I have mixed feelings about the Fantastic Beast series. I've been casually enjoying it, not as much as uh, the first set of films. But I think that the property would be perfect for a really fantastic attraction. Hey. Well, that's, that's the thing is, even if you said it, you said it on the, after the first one where he's just trying to find find uh, the monsters. Yeah, he's trying to catch them all, and it's a test. <laughs> it's a test for for Pokemon. Yeah, but yeah, I I don't I, I think you can you can put something there and it'll it'll be successful. Yeah, Harry Potter has proven successful at the parks. Um, I ju- though I just got an idea for the first Nintendo Land expansion, and I don't know if they could do it. The um, other thing too uh, that I wanted to point out. While a lot of people are assuming that it's London, it might actually be the streets of Paris after seeing the, oh, second, the second Fantastic Beast. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So really, it can go either way. Obviously, the the look is going to be similar, mm-hmm. but I think either way, it'll be a really cool setting to be in. Agreed. Moving down from there, we've got this cool astrolabe looking show building it's nice that they're including mission space in their plans very nice you know you got to get on that while you can (laughs) i don't know if this is a reference to a particular thing um i wonder you actually you know what i wonder i no, that won't work never mind i was gonna say i wonder what if they move alien attack and so that they get more room for something in the regular park but that's that's silly. That's a silly notion. But this is some sort of space themed franchise, um, or maybe what if? So what if we, we were looking at the the thing the the western the western thing a little early earlier? What if like this? That's just a celebration of westerns, and this hmm. is a celebration of sci-fi. I like that. Or it's a placeholder. on the other side we've got some shops some some stores um like a nice cathedral with like a 
Um, it, what is it? It's, uh, a greenhouse sort of a thing? It might be a really awesome restaurant. Oh, yeah, it could be a restaurant. Yeah. But, but what I wonder what the theme would be. Epic. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then moving on, moving on from there, there's it's. So I've heard two different lines of thought with minions this area. Minions and minions. Wait, minions? I did not hear that. <laughs> They're both minions. Uh, I'm hearing one group thinks that this is going to be the new Jurassic World area so that Islands of Adventure can keep their Jurassic Park area. And the other thing that I've heard is um, how to train your dragon. Burke. This looks like Burke. I like I like the idea of having a separate Jurassic World area, but as we've seen in California, they ain't afraid to mix it up. And Jurassic World and Jurassic Park are in the same universe. It's not different. But to have to have so so it's twofold. It looks like Burke. It feels like Burke with all of the water. It feels more like Burke than uh, the Jurassic World. On all of the the banners, remind me of like race day. You know mm. what I mean. When all of the kids are, are racing their dragons. And also, if you look at that roller coaster, it looks like a dueling dragons coaster. Which is awesome. An updated version of the dueling dragons. You put it in universe. Everybody everybody who is mad about Hagrid's opening up, shut up. Be patient. <laughs> respectfully. Uh, be patient because even, even looking at the front of the building, I don't know her name because I didn't see number three yet. But that looks like the light fury poking poking her head out. You, you know what I mean? Right by like what looks like fireflies? Yes. Either way, that looks more like a dragon than a dinosaur. And you go, I hope that it's neither. Because that would just be a little tacky. But, <laughs> but, so, but a dueling coaster, whether it be dinosaurs or dragons... Would be amazing. With and John Powell's score, like would be ooh, beautiful, wonderful. And the thing too that was sad about dueling dragons at Islands of Adventure, towards the uh, the last couple of years of its life, they had to stop actually having them duel because there was an accident one time. And Universal, thankfully, you know, they were right on top of it. They said, "Okay, we're we're not risking it." If it happens once, it happened one times too many. But if they're able to build a brand new dueling coaster, then they're able to take that mistake, learn from it, and build something even better and safer. Exactly. The same. Hashtag same. So looking at that and, and thinking of that, what, what Universal does with their... Um, sorry, go ahead. You, sit, look, you look excited. Okay, I, I'm even more sold that it's Burke now because I, I'm looking towards the right-hand corner of the concept art, and that looks like the hall. Mm -hmm. yep. The hall on Burke. Okay, yeah. Totally agreed. It, it's definitely Burke. It and has to be. Also, just the way that the buildings are set up, the colors, it's not it's not the gray and blue yeah. of Jurassic World. It's This is a vibrant Viking community, and... Think of the food, think of the entertainment, 
And also, but also smorgasbord, smorgasbord. <sighs> but also, uh, what I was going to say, the puppetry that Disney oh, does with yeah. the dinosaurs. Now you got dragons. Yeah. And the, you can't beat that. And now, even more so, Universal wins the Beastly Kingdom argument. <laughs> yeah. By having magic, and and the Harry Potter franchise in three theme parks, and now dragons, and uh, and yeah. So of even more so than Nintendo, I think this those two were always were always a part of the plans. Yeah, probably. And and some way to get Harry Potter that was like, all right, do we do another Harry Potter thing or do we do Fantastic Beasts? And then once the first Fantastic Beasts was very successful, that's when they went, yes, we'll do Fantastic Beasts. But I th- I think those three were always the plan. Universal Monsters seems to be like the only, not necessarily that they're not going to do it, but they went, okay, how do we do that? <laughs> well, I think it's something that they've wanted to do for a long time, and they've just been kind of struggling with the question of how. Mm-hmm. How do we actually bring this in? And I think that Universal had so much high hopes with these uh updated versions of the monsters films that they've been holding off for it specifically but i think that it's also good that they're not going to have another from the first seven books slash eight movies of the harry potter films and series because this park is going to be significantly far away from both Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. You can't just hop on the Hogwarts Express and then get over to it. It's too far away. It's going to be very much a a separate park. It's still going to be a Universal Park. It's still going to be in Orlando. But I wouldn't say that you should expect that you're going to be able to easily park hop from one to another. Though uh, I am curious what they're going to do about the transportation between the different properties yeah you bring up a good point i mean they should have all of the land in between it sounds like it's it's going to be some sort of tram system finally or just trams are easy to load easy to move so they make a direct route from their parking structures that they have maybe they plan one or two closer parking structures just for that park yeah but it looks like they want city walk to be the hub so i i I think those those are really their only two options is they add one or two new parking structures structures and where they are depends but some sort of a tram line the other thing too if if you guys do go online to look at the universal blog and looking at the concept art they also have a map to kind of give you an idea of scale and location And if you see the size of what Universal currently has, and then you look at the size of Epic Universe, Epic Universe is huge. It it is, it's bigger than both Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios combined. That's pretty freaking impressive. And in terms of land, what's the word? In terms of placement, Universal, I think has the advantage over Disney to where they're right off the freeway. You see that volcano. Yeah. Whether, if you're heading, oh, yeah. you're heading to Disney, you're heading to 
the Millennium Mall, you're heading to any sort, or I Drive, or whatever, you see that volcano. You may not see Hogwarts all the time, but you see that volcano, and they're right off the freeway. And and there have been plenty of times where we've been running errands and just been like, <laughs> essentially. Mark doesn't want to go to any water parks, and we see that volcano smoking, and we're like, this is really cool, and I mean, this would be Medical rad. issues notwithstanding. Sure, sure, sure. I would absolutely love to go to Volcano Bay. And, uh, well, all of them. Like, so the, the, that goes into a deeper issue with, right. the, with the theme parks and, and water parks of California. And everyone has been debating this on Twitter recently. What is, counts as a theme park versus a water park? Is, does a water park that's themed count as a theme park? I think it does. I think so, too. Especially the three biggest examples being Typhoon Lagoon, Blizzard Beach, yeah. and Volcano Bay. Yeah. Those three, yes. And I would say Volcano Bay kind of skirts in, like, right near the, yeah, that's a theme park. But I actually saw, we haven't visited Volcano Bay yet. We will be in the future, and we'll be sure to cover all of that for you. But I saw just a short little clip while I was scrolling online, and they have a full-on audio animatronic at one of the lift hills for uh, one of those tube. Uh, tube rides. And I was like, what? Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. That's amazing. The, the point that I was trying to make, though, is I think one of the issues with Epic Universe is the fact that it's so it, it's a lot further off of the freeway can be an issue. And and not necessarily, like, and, and it's so separated from the park that... Is there no way to get in if you drive right up to the park? Do you have to drive to City Walk and then get on some sort of... Maybe it's like um, the the Getty in Los Angeles huh. where yeah. you, you park and then you take some sort of a off-road transit, some sort of a monorail transit or whatever. But that distance is so long that I think you have to have parking. Yeah. And, and looking at the path that they set up, the street goes right through some of the land that the proposed land. And I'm wondering if the stuff to the left in between Kirkman and universal where it crosses ends up becoming the parking receiving sort of a location. Well, and that cross section right there, that is where it looks like the hotel is going to be. Oh, cause you see the orientation of the land because that was mm. just right in the central peak, like a mm. triangle, I think that that makes the most logical sense. Hmm. Man, see now if they put the art in that diagram, so you can get some sort of an idea. Yeah. Either way, there th this epic universe business is going to have people talking until D23, and then they probably won't be talking about it until Universal makes another announcement. So if they... If they sandwich it, if they go, boom, here we announced it, new theme park, and then Disney announces all of their stuff, and depending on the reaction from the fandom, which will be excitement no matter what, sure. even though there are some naysayers, and a great example of that is uh, Expedition Theme Park just did an episode on uh, 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 Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, and what the initial reaction was versus the ride coming out, and it's one of the... Uh, Man, I was not a fan of the vitriolic nature of some people reacting to that announcement. And he goes over it very well and, and 
presents it in a very, very good way. Yeah. But similarly to this, people, there's going to be some announcements that are going to be made at D23 that a small percentage, maybe 5 to 10 percent of people aren't really going to be happy with until they see it. And they're going to be very loud at complaining, yep. though this, this is with anything, anything in the world, anything that gets announced, anything that gets talked about. And we can't really know how we're going to like it until we actually see it in its final manifestation and get to experience it. So always keep an open mind. I also think that it's wonderful that Universal and Disney are kind of taking turns going back and forth, you know, dropping information and releasing things. Some people before the Universal news came out because Universal said, hey, keep an eye on Twitter on everything else. We're going to make a big announcement on August 1st. And some people were like, hmm, is Disney going to announce something even bigger right after they do it on the same day? And it's like, no, 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 no. I mean, they don't it, have to. It, it's friendly fire. They, they've done this before. It's not like... It's not like these two companies don't interact with each other. Sure, there, it's it's something in in the industry that I work with. There's a, there's a lot that, that I work in. There's a lot of talk about competition. Ultimately, competition is healthy, and pro- there's going to be people from each organization talking to each other. But it's then the business side of not giving them any any advertisement. So, did Universal in a boardroom? say we're going to get ahead of D23 and make this announcement now so that people have time to freak out about it and be awesome about it and and react to it well and then probably set something up for after D23 using those specific words yes is that going to be in any of their press release no no and and that's the same thing with with Disney is they probably went oh we can put something ahead of the show let's keep an air of mystery yeah even if it's whatever it might whatever it might be it's going to be some it's going to be some it's the day before so it's not like it's it's something that's been in their battle plan for months if not a, over a year there's plenty that we're going to be uh talking about we spent a month talking about epcot we can and yet we spent <laughs> about 50 minutes talking about this one piece of concept art i i we we want to know what you think so please Head on over to our Twitter, Party of Two Pod. Let us know what you think. If you're watching this on YouTube, you may have noticed some new digs. If you're not listening to this on YouTube, why don't you go and check out YouTube, see some new digs. There's also going to be some extra content dropping on our YouTube channel. If so it's not up already. Just uh, keep an eye on it. You might be surprised to see what we put up there. I mean, maybe not. If you're, su- <laughs> if you're surprised, cool. Great. Yeah, yeah. Don't. Don't get overhyped, but um, we're, sure. it's sort of a, a look at what we plan to be doing on the channel moving forward and heading into D23. We're trying to do a lot of prep, and we, we've been planning on doing a lot of stuff that is finally starting to come into fruition, and a lot of it has been time and budget. And so, yeah, you can understand moving to a new state and how both of those things become challenging, very challenging. But make sure to uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on YouTube, tell your friends. If you 
like rampant theme park speculation and some some logical theme park speculation because we have that here too sometimes make sure uh you tell your friends uh let them know that they can listen and watch on youtube as well as subscribe through uh google podcasts itunes spotify anchor.fm and you can support us too anchor.fm slash party of two pod you can sign up for a a monthly paid subscription it would really help us out with that budget stuff that we were talking about we actually uh we're trying to build our team so so to speak yes so we're we're trying to make sure that we can get all of those things taken care of and uh, make sure to visit nerd mountain shop it's a it's a, a shop by my brother um and uh, surprise it's a lot of nerdy uh theme park themed he has a great or they they the team over there um including my brother have a uh, a line of hamilton crossed with i know exactly who i'm going to send these to hamilton <laughs> crossed with uh avengers really solid stuff some yes. great theme park stuff um not just t-shirts but stickers and things like that nerdmountainshop.com uh check them out uh, maybe not .com. Either way, search, just search for <laughs> Nerd, Nerd Mountain Shop. I just decided to do this at the last second. But make sure to check them out. They're they're absolutely wonderful. And um, you can follow us on our individual social medias too. You can find me at Dole Whip Drea, both on Twitter and on Instagram. I do have a private Instagram account, but if you request to follow me, I will, uh, I will let you in. I will open the door. I'm friendly. But private at the same time. You're, you're real digging yourself. You're digging yourself a hole with a spoon. So it's not like a really <laughs> deep hole, but you're just like, oh, this ground's pretty soft. Yeah. Um, sure. And to confirm, yes, uh, nerdmountainshop.com. They've they've got some really cool stuff. They um, some Disney uh, Disney Marvel crossover stuff. Like um, there there's also some. They've got some cool tights. Like they've got. All oh yeah, of the, the tights are really awesome. Like they've got tiki mug. Tights that have all of the the tiki mugs from Trader, Trader Sam's. Sam's. A lot of cool stuff. Nerdmountainshop.com. If there's something that you want us to cover on the podcast, by the way, feel free to send us a message about that. We're always open to suggestions. We want to hear about the things that you want to listen to, and we will cover it in depth for you. Yes, and and hit us up on on our individual twitters or group twitters. You can find me at Mark Bidonica. I tweet about wrestling, theme parks, anime, uh, and other and uh, video games. So uh, follow me there. Uh, there's there's a lot happening within the next month. We are going to be going to California for the D twenty three Expo. We thought it would be a much easier trip than what it has become, but we have our plane tickets, we have our hotel, we have our uh, con tickets. And we're figuring out when we can go to Galaxy's Edge and when we're going to do this. When Finally. We're do that. And I mean, so so that's another thing <laughs> that's that I realized. That's the irony. So, so here's another thing that I realized. What? We moved here the month before Galaxy's Edge opened. Mm-hmm. We're going to California's Galaxy's Edge just before the Florida Galaxy's Edge is yep. opening. Yep. And we're Our- going to go to both. But, yeah. but, but also here's the thing. That just shows that we haven't adjusted to Florida time yet. No, we really haven't. Our sleep schedule is bad. <laughs> Our park-going schedule is still on California. Um, so thank you so much for listening. We want to hear what you think about Epic Universe or anything else Universal or anything Disney, anything theme parks. Oh, of course, I had to do one more before we before we signed off. But I'm thank- sorry, you guys. I'm hey, really sorry. You, you both, too. Thank you so much. <laughs> 
for uh, we all belt down here. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Party of Two. We will see you on the next ride. Thank you.